Hello, and welcome to Mastermind Mastery, the podcast for professionals who want to create and run successful peer advisory councils, or as we call them, PACs for short, or they're also known as peer groups or business mastermind groups. I'm your host, Tina Corner Stoltz, founder of Alex Council, where I've been in the industry running groups since 2005 and now help those like you with education, certification, and support wanting to do the same. At one time, I ran 10 groups, nearly 100 members, and sold my groups for a good multiple, and recently released my second book, Your Seat at the Table, How to Create and Run Your Own Peer Advisory Councils, published by Forbes and grateful to you that it's an Amazon bestseller. I invite you to join each week where we share strategies and techniques to successfully launch and become a master of running your packs. You'll hear insights, perspectives, do's and don'ts, learn from my and my guests' mistakes, successes, and get the inside track to key takeaways. Each time we have a guest, we'll be having a bit of fun. So are you ready? Let's get going and dive into today's episode. So welcome everyone to another episode of Mastermind Mastery. I am your host, Tina Corner Stoltz, and today we have a guest, and this is a longtime friend and someone that you will all be excited to listen to because he does have wisdom to share. <laughs> and this is Kevin Armstrong. So Kevin, welcome today. Thank you. Good to see you so again. Kevin, yes. And and Kevin has a great background. And um, first of all, I uh, will have you tell the audience, where are you located? I'm in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And Yes. Uh, so Canadian, you can hear a little bit of that. that that's uh, right. Yeah. And so half my, half my work's in Seattle, Washington, and half of it's in Vancouver. So I'm kind of, you know, uh, semi-American, semi-Canadian, but born Canadian. Yes. And we've had so many great conversations about Canada and American politics and stuff. Oh, so. we sure have. <laughs> so this all started because Kevin and I, um, when I was a TAB franchisee, we were franchisees together, shared so many experiences of being on committees, the top 12 and all of those things. And this is how I got a chance to really get to know Kevin. And Kevin, um, as we go, I want to put some credentials out there because you've done some amazing, amazing things. Um, one, an author, Forbes published book, right? The Miracle Manager, which parlayed into a TEDx talk. Yeah. Right. That you just surpassed a million views in less Ooh. than like two months or something crazy. Yeah, maybe it's a, maybe it's a it's the uh, title. Stop sending ducks to Eagle School. You just have to Google that on or search that on YouTube, and it'll take it. But I always like that statement. Stop sending it's, ducks to Eagle School. Yes, a great statement. And I'm going to say this multiple times, but for all you listeners out there, definitely look up Kevin's TED Talk because it is a great talk to share with your members and your groups. Don't you think? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it is just to really get clear on, you know, it's clear in, in any organization to get clear on the meaning of words and functions, right? What, what's the function of a leader versus a manager? And I think we really got that screwed up in business for sure. We did. We yeah. did. Yep. And you have taken upon you as a passion to, you know, set the record straight on the difference. Yeah. 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 Trying to. <laughs> you're making progress so yeah. what else do you do so you also are an eos implementer yeah 
I'm an expert EOS implementer. I joined Gino when there was about 14 of us in 2011. And now there's like, I think we're going to Dallas in two weeks. And there'll be, I think there's 800 implementers around the world, seven books now. And uh, it's just a machine. It's just a machine that works because it's based on accountability. The whole thing is about, you know, it's, it's funny because... Um, Bern Harnish, I was talking to him and he goes, oh, Gino's so good at marketing. And I said, no, he's not. He's the most focused person I've ever met and definitely accountable, like totally focused on what he needs to get achieved. And then, you know, probably what he brought to EOS because he just copied Vern and he copied Dan Sullivan and he copied so many people is what he brought was a real simple working uh, process around accountability. Mm -hmm. yeah. He did. He did. Yeah. Definitely admire him. Mm -hmm. And with EOS, obviously that has helped you with groups. So as we come full circle, how about yeah. sharing with the audience your whole journey in regards to the groups that you do? What kind of groups do you do? Okay. And yeah. And then we'll kind of start with accountability because that is our theme today for everybody listening. And one of the reasons I had asked Kevin, if he would um, talk about accountability and pardon my French, I'm going to say this because I have no other way <laughs> to make this point is that when we were franchisees together, I always admired, he was such a hard ass. You were such a hard ass with your groups. And I'm like, man, you know, this is exactly how it should be. But, you yeah. know, you got to have a lot, a big level of confidence to do that. And you do. So, yeah. Um, I'm going to flip it back about Get how, um, yeah, to you about accountability and just um, obviously EOS has help, helps with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well. Now I've transitioned from working with groups of business owners, which I really miss and which you do so well, right? In terms of the company, I, I'm really amazed at the success you've had in your company in terms of, of setting up boards with business owners. I think that is invaluable. Like, I think there's three things. One, they should have an operating system that works. Two, they should have a coach. Uh, for a business owner and three they definitely need to have an advisory board because of the accountability right and yeah. so transition now where i just i work with teams but it's the same thing right it's a, it's it's about coming together on a regular basis sharing ideas and holding each other accountable and uh and so it it, it really is um man how do you even compete like if you don't have those things with nope. people you know, it's just amazing. Like, can you imagine you're competing against somebody? You don't you don't do any of those things. And so you're competing against somebody who sits down with 200 years of experience every month. And then through a coach and through a process implements and executes. And you're sitting down with yourself, which is anywhere from 10 to 20 years of or 30 years, maybe 30 years of business experience in one in one area. Right. So, you know, the. You, one of the things I remember first starting with, with and we, we built great groups. I, I had about 85 members. So I sat down with, a, I've sat down with a lot of business owners in the, in the yeah. last 25 years. And, and I was so intimidated at the beginning because you think you're sitting down with these people who have just got it together. And then you learn there's no business owner who has expertise in sales and marketing operations and finance, all three, never, right? Um, they, they might have real experience with sales, 
they might have real sales, you know, uh, uh, with a, with uh, operations or finance. Maybe you'll find a business owner who's strong in two, but never three. And so not only you're sitting down every month with 200 years of business experience, but they, but 200 years of business experience with people who have strengths in those areas, especially finance, because most business owners don't understand finance. You always have one or two, three people on the board that go, you need to know your numbers. And, you know, you you got to get a plan to, to learn your numbers, I think, boy, which makes you much more bank friendly when the banks come to talk to you and stuff. And, and so just huge benefits, right, from that. Mm-hmm. By far. Um, yeah. And so can we start with, mm-hmm. this may seem so simple, but I, I, you know, the more I started thinking about it right before you and I got together to talk about it is just what what is accountability? So what does that mean? And I think, do you think it has like also the stigma that it's a negative? It's always going to have some negative outcome, like somebody's getting in trouble and getting punished, you know, versus the benefits from accountability that you were just talking about. But maybe start yeah. with like, what in the heck is it in essence? How would you describe what it is? I, I, to me, it's, I phoned Gino at seven o'clock in the morning a while back. I said, What's it, what do you think the difference between accountability and responsibility is? And he said, uh, I don't think there's a difference. And I said, I agree, right? You're responsible, you're accountable. Basically, it's the buck stops here. I take full accountability. And, and I think it's such a powerful word because they're invert. I've, I don't know if I discovered this, but I'll, I'll take credit for it until somebody proves me wrong. But you know, accountability and politics are inversely related, right? If you, ha- if you have high politics, it's because you don't have accountability in your organization. It's why we don't like politicians, right? Because high politics, no accountability. They can't even answer a question anymore. And mm-hmm. so when you change that and you have high accountabilities, the, the, the politics disappear. And so what accountability is, is it was me. I take full account. It was, you know, John Kennedy with the Bay of Pigs, right? The buck stops mm-hmm. here. And, and I take full accountability. It's not going like I was on a call this morning with a, with a group and the guy goes, oh, my secretary, I'm sorry, she didn't update that. And I said, I don't want to hear that. You didn't update that. You Don't bring your support staff in here and stuff. You didn't do it. Don't blame other people, right? The buck stops. You said you were going to get it done. We don't care. You go into a restaurant, the guy goes, oh, I'm really sorry. The chef didn't show up on time and blah, blah, blah. Okay, so are you going to give me a free meal? Otherwise, shut up. I don't want to hear all the details about why you couldn't deliver on what you delivered. Just say, we really screwed up. Mm -hmm. How can I make it right? Mm -hmm. You know, the thing that drives me nuts, absolutely nuts, is that is that unfortunately in our society, people who aren't accountable create controversy. Well, the minute you don't take accountability, there's controversy. And they, and we, unfortunately, the people who create controversy in our society make the most money. What is it, $750,000 to hire Bill Clinton now for a, a keynote? You know, yes. I did not have sex with that woman, right? Or, you know, just, just that whole thing of just own up. Just mm-hmm. say, yeah. It was me. I did it. And then instead of saying, I'm sorry, which is just a statement, because you say to people, raise your hands if you, you know people who say, I'm sorry all the time, which is just a statement. What you're not asking is, ask this question and feel it in your stomach. It's a lot harder to ask this question. Can you forgive me? Because sometimes the answer is what? No. no. Right. Now you got some work to do on a relationship because you've yes, said I'm yeah. sorry many times, right? And you haven't been accountable. 
Mm-hmm. And at least you know where to stand, right? Yeah. And and give me an example of where you're apologizing because you haven't been accountable for your commitment, right? So, you know, the, usually when you screw up, it's because, I mean, I, right now I'm just running my mind if I can pick an exception to that, right? That you've screwed up because you haven't been accountable. So it's a very powerful word. You say you're going to do something, do it. You know, I have people that show up late and they go, oh, sorry, I'm late. I'm always late. No, you just don't respect our time. Exactly. Respect me, you don't expect anybody. So a person shows up for a board meeting and one of your old, you know, one, one of your board meetings. Yeah. And they say, I'm late. Oh, I'm late. And go, you're always late. It's a joke. We just know you're going to be late. But basically, just understand, you have no respect for the time of people in here because we all showed up at time. What, what you need to say is, I just don't consider you a priority. Because I know that when you took your family and your kids to Hawaii in December, you didn't miss the plane. And I know why you didn't miss the plane, because you showed up three hours early, because that's what you have to do. And if you are late, they're not going to hold the plane for you, right? So guess what? Your trip to Hawaii is just a lot more important than us. That's all you're saying. Let's just get real with each other, right? Unless you're going to say, yeah. Yeah, which is your point. There's a point here. First of all, I hope as a, as the audience listening, you can see why I, I love this man <laughs> and why I said he was a hard ass. And that you just, do, first of all, two things real quick that I want to make sure we pause for a minute that I think are phenomenal about what you're saying. And um, number one is if you have those members that are late to your meeting, I hope you're taken away from Kevin, first of all, these points that he's saying, because it is a disrespect of time right and just call it out and it is what it is yeah. right there is no i'm sorry i'm late and and that, that part the other part is that i hope you're hearing about first of all this is just very individual accountability it's having self-respect right that i mm-hmm. am also going to hold myself accountable because it's the right thing to do and i have integrity and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. right we're not even really talking about holding each other accountable yet, except for that one yeah. instance about in a meeting. A lot of what you're already saying is self-accountability, which is probably a very good characteristic to screen for when you're screening for members in your group or even whoever you want to work with, right? Because yeah. who likes to work with somebody who just never does what they say they're going to do? It's like, yeah. off. For yeah. sure. And I don't think you have to screen. I think, you know, you, you can set the expectation and hold people accountable and teach them about it, right? Because when you, you know, when you teach people what accountability is, they, they can learn it. If they want to be a leader, they can learn it. If they want to be a great manager, they can learn it, right? Or a great employee, they can learn accountability. And, and just, just own it, you know? Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, don't do this stuff where you're coming in, you know, habitually late or stuff and then and i've had people turn around they're never late anymore i mean it's your integrity right it, mm-hmm. i know with you i i i give tina a 10 out of 10 on integrity if you have friends in your life you have friends that you say okay let's meet at seven o'clock on friday night for dinner okay and 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 some of those friends Actually, you don't even book an appointment with those people, some of your friends, one-on-one, because they might not show up. So you make sure there's two or three other people in case that person. And when they don't show up, you go, oh, well, you know, Harold's not here. And you just move on, right? Uh, Whereas you have other people in your life, like you, if you say you're going to be there at 7 o'clock and you're not there at 7 o'clock and I haven't heard from you, I'm phoning the police and the the hospitals because there's something wrong. There is something wrong. And when you say, who's got integrity? Who walks or talk? Who says when they're going to do something, they're going to do it, right? Mm-hmm. 
all that stuff is around your perceived level of integrity. Integrity is consistency between what you think, say, and do, and only only measured on what you do, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're saying, I'm going to be there, or I'm going to have this done, or I'm going to have this to you by Friday at 2 o'clock, there's people in your life where you go, I don't even need to follow. I don't even need to follow up. This is going to happen. And there's other people where you jot down further our conversation, you send them an email saying, you said you'd have this by here. So you can just up the commitment level, right? Because you're not sure. Yes. So which, I guess, which person do you want to be? Because when you show up late all the time, you're just saying, I don't have integrity. And which person do you want to be with your clients? Yeah. Right. And I love that part that you also talked about that it can be learned because I think about today's society, right? Some people don't even want to have that conversation about, you know, what happened here? You're late. No, you're late. You could be on time. So, you know, those examples that you said, because they're afraid of conflict, right? And they're afraid of a negative backlash. Yeah. In today's world. So everybody's kind of afraid and tiptoeing around and then they accept this crazy bad behavior. Right. Right. Which is nice. So my big discovery, well, one of my big discoveries in 24 was the difference between nice and kind. I never even thought about that. Right. Words are so paramount. And I'm so obsessed with words. But what's the difference between nice and kind? Mm. The nice thing to do is ignore it and say, glad you made it to the meeting. You know, we're, we're, you know, that's, and, and habitually you just go, Hey, the nice thing to do is, Oh, glad you're here. Right. And just let it go. The kind thing to say is say, Hey, if you're in business and you're running a business, your time is worth at least $500 an hour. So with the nine people around this table at $4,500 an hour, why don't you just bring in 10 bucks a minute every time you're late, you know, just to make up and we'll take that money and put it in a slush fund for lunch or something. Right. Because so the kind thing is to, is to do those kind of things where you go, this is unacceptable. You know, you said this and you're mm-hmm. kind of constantly just going like this to both, to all of us. Mm-hmm. Right. So instead of doing that, why don't you pay for it and, and see if they're open to that? You know, mm-hmm. okay, our, our time's worth money. You're going to pay us for our time. And, and that, that's the kind thing to do as opposed to going just ignoring it because it only is going to get worse. Then other people see that as acceptable and they go, there's no accountability in this organization. I'm not going to focus on results. I want to have a better car because John's got a better car. I want to have a nicer hotel room. I want to fly business class because Harry gets to fly. That's the stuff you start getting concentrated on, right? It's all the politics. It's not, the, it's not getting stuff done in, in, in an organization unless people are accountable. So what do you do? I want the audience to know this, this answer. This is why I'm asking. Yeah. What do you do when you're sitting there and you're getting ready to start a meeting and there are people that are not there yet? Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And so Kevin Armstrong does what? Well, that's, that's a a real dependent question on the circumstance, Mm -hmm. right? If you were late, if you were late, I wouldn't say a word. Because you're never late. I know there's a good reason why you're late, because you're never late. If somebody's habitually late, maybe it's time to lock the door, you know, and send them away. Or mm-hmm. or let them come into the meeting and say, yeah, you're late. This is happening a lot. And then in your one-on-one saying, hey, Susan, um, this isn't working. And this is your last warning, mm-hmm. you know, or you'll be off the board. You know, mm-hmm. that we, I, you know, when you're... In your business, 
your assets are only your board members. You have to protect your assets. Yeah, you do. Right. And so when you let somebody get away with saying they're going to fire somebody or saying that they're going to be on time or whatever it is and not holding them to account, then you're letting them down. You're being nice and not kind. Kind is having to me, kind is having the conversation where there where you there's a chance you're entering the danger. Because mm-hmm. if you go up to somebody and say, hey, I need to sit down with you, you got bad breath. You know, it, it's really, really bad. And as an organization, go see a dentist or whatever you have to do. We're going to pay for it. We're going to help you with this. You got or you, or you sit down with somebody and say, I think you got a problem with alcohol. Right. You're, you're drunk all the time. And you really get really drunk. And it's, I'm embarrassed for you. Right. So. What can we do to help you? And that person might turn around and say, stick it. I don't have an alcohol problem. You know, denial is a great thing, right? It's conflict between knowledge and belief. I know I'm an alcoholic, but I don't want to believe it. And so while they're in denial, they're going to send, they're, they're going to attack, they could attack. And so kind is just entering that on accountability is entering that circle of uncertainty where you might not get, you know, you might not get a good reaction. And so it, it requires, right. oh, I know what it is, kind potentially requires courage. That's what I think. It, uh, well, I would underscore that. Yeah. I think nice. you have to have the courage because you're, 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 you know, a lot of people worry, right? What other people think of them. Yeah. So some people won't go down that path because they'll think, well, they're going to think negatively and I'm going to yeah. get a bad reaction versus yeah. the mindset that I hear that you're saying, which is come at it from kind being look, I want to help you. Yeah. This is why I'm having this conversation so that you can be better, the better version of yourself, right? right. And have more positive impact around everybody, which I know you want to have, those kinds of yeah. things. Yeah. Back to that you can learn accountability. So you can probably discern quickly if somebody's willing to learn or not. Are they, you know, yeah. Yeah, we discern yeah. that. And you, and you do run the risk. Even with people close to you, you have a kind conversation. You know, and it requires the courage to have that conversation. And I've had kind conversations with people that I love very much, and they haven't talked to me since. Nothing I can do about that, right? I just had to get an answer to the the behavior, and I got an answer to the behavior, and I'm satisfied I walked away, but they're not satisfied. They're really mad. So you go, okay. Mm -hmm. You know, you realize probably impacted other people positively. Yeah. You know, I always just remember this when I had ran a sales team because I would lock the door if they were late. Yeah. Right. And it only takes a couple of times and then they're not late anymore. Right? No, no. Yeah. Like the airline, yeah. the, airline's, the airline's not going to phone you and say, hey, are you going to be here pretty soon? Because we, you're late and we have to wait for you. Right. Yeah. Right. Can you imagine? <laughs> that's going to happen. So <laughs> that's right. We can. So as we get towards the end, I have a question <laughs> in that if we, you know, can you recall, do you know of some techniques that you would use to help members hold each other? other accountable Mm -hmm. so teaching them to go okay you all can hold each other accountable it's not always you the moderator running the meetings right yeah and and getting them into that great behavior of doing that so any thoughts on that when i used to moderate those meetings i would i would coach other members to challenge that person right i shouldn't as a facilitator i shouldn't be taking uh that on people complain to me about george i go well Let's have a kind conversation with George and let's learn how to structure it. So two things would be 
Crucial Conversations. Read that book. There's lots of books on tough conversations and, and it's stuff. Very good like, crucial Conversations to me has a formula of here's what I observe. And that gives a person the opportunity to say you're not observing things properly. You go, oh, yeah, you're right. You do work till six o'clock. You do have an agreement with the president to come in late because you have to look after your kids. And I don't work till six o'clock, so I don't see you working till six o'clock. So take back my accusation that I see you coming in late all the time, right? So you can have that. Here's what I observe. Here's how it makes me feel. The emphasis on you. How does it make you feel? I'm frustrated. I, I'm embarrassed for you. What what you know, that's how I'm feeling is embarrassed for you and 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 those types of things. And then what do you need? What do you need from this person? And and that formula has when you want to have a kind conversation, that formula will keep it kind. How the person reacts is is not your responsibility. If you mm -hmm. if you frame it that way and make it about you, what you observe, how it makes you feel. And what you need from that person. And then if it goes south, not much you can do about it, right? And and that's what you're concerned about. The personal quit. Well, they're not paying you a fee anymore. Well, you're gonna lose your whole board. If you if you if if you're not if you're monitoring a board of directors in in you know with your company and and you don't do this, then you're not gonna have the kind of lack of turnover that you enjoy, right, with your members. Because I know you have a, an excellent turnover rate. People can join a board, they stay on it. Because mm -hmm. they say oh, they know it's business and they know they can get a lot out of it. Yes. Yep. Not going to waste your time. We're back no. to that. Right? Yeah. Well, the last question. Yeah. So this is the catch-all with our listeners that are out there running groups. It could be any advice. Mm -hmm. But you have had such great success. What's one thing that comes to mind you would share with the audience of a piece of words of wisdom? them integrity is consistency between what you think say and do and so if you make a commitment life is about commitments and so when you you make a commitment you got to hold yourself accountable right so you need to 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 focus on yourself don't focus on somebody else's integrity focus on yours where are you letting people down and and work on it you know mm -hmm. and if you need help I guess if you need help, ask for help, right? That's what mm -hmm. they're there. Yeah. Excellent. As yeah. always, time flies with yeah, the conversation no with you. Yeah. And I want to make sure the audience knows how to get a hold of you. So will you list all the various ways that um, they can reach you? And we'll obviously put in the show notes, all the links to like your TED Talk and your book, et cetera. But for everybody out there, what would be the best way if they want to reach out to you? So Kevin, as in heaven, right? Kevin's in heaven. G, as in as in golf. I love the golf. So Ke Kevin G Armstrong, Armstrong Neil Armstrong, right? The first place on the moon. So just KevinGArmstrong.com. Excellent. There you That's go. It. Yeah. Perfect. As always, Kevin. It was great to see you. Great to see thank you. you. Thank you very much. The audience. You're welcome. Uh, all right, time. so everyone out there, another great episode today, and we look forward to you guys joining next week. And until then, go make it happen. Right on. Hey, moderators of groups. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. To get access to today's show notes and exclusive content and resources, visit tinacornerstoltz.com backslash podcast or lxcouncil.com, where you can also become part of an exclusive online community attend our academy, or get free resources, templates, checklists, and more. And you can even contact me there as well. 
So if this episode resonated with you and you know someone who can also benefit from listening, please share with them by taking a screenshot and even posting on your social media. I also love reviews and appreciate hearing from each of you, those actually doing this wonderful work. Please tune in next week for another episode of Mastermind Mastery. And I'll close by sharing something my mentor did after every learning moment. He shared a shiny pebble from his pocket with anyone he passed knowledge to and asked them to forward that pebble knowledge on. So now I encourage you to go pass on a pebble, the takeaways you learned today to either your existing groups or fellow peers. Now go make it a great one.